Speaking of sports, the conversation about the Peoria Rivermen and the future of the Rivermen at the Peoria Civic Center is in play, as you well know. Last night was a Civic Center Authority Board meeting. I attended that meeting. I saw many of the Rivermen supporters uh, give uh, their thoughts and uh, pleas, really. It was quite emotional. I do want to say this before we get going. I have to always say this disclaimer just so everybody knows what's going on. The Civic Center Authority Board, uh, the chairperson of that uh, board, is somebody that I know quite well, uh, Yvonne Greer, my wife. And she is in the studio. Good to see you, Yvonne, in, under these weird circumstances. <laughs> Good morning. Rick Edgar is the general manager of the Peoria Civic Center, and of course, a frequent guest here. Good to see you, Rick. Good morning. Uh, this conversation uh, about the Rivermen, uh, let's start. I, need, I think we need to start here. I don't think people understand exactly how the the Civic Center runs. So there's the authority board, and then there's you, Rick, who technically works for a different company. You work for a company. Yeah. And then there's the – but I think everybody thinks that the city runs the Civic Center. Can you guys describe – real briefly, because I want to get to the Riverman thing, but I think it's, it's necessary for so the content. I'll let you start with how you're employed through ASF. Okay. So I uh, work for private management group, ASM Global. We're all over the world. We're hired to manage arenas. That's our expertise. Right. The Peoria Civic Center Authority is in a contract with my company to manage the day-to-day business of the uh, Civic Center. Where does the city come in then? What is the city council or the mayor? Do they have anything to do with it? So the authority is its own unique entity. However, it is funded by partially by the city's hotel, restaurant, and amusement taxes and any money that comes from our own Making money on a show or a concert or a game or whatever it might be. Okay. So the authority is the group that makes decisions along with your management company uh, about the day-to-day operations of the Civic Center. Is that fair to say? Yeah. What what my job is is to provide information, data, facts, and then the authority weighs in on those facts and when we have to make decisions. At last night's meeting, uh, Danny, I was at that meeting, as I told you earlier, uh, they talked about a number of the things on the priority list of capital improvements. I know a big one is the, the roof is in bad shape, and that's a big roof, and that's going to be very expensive. And then the, the, the priority list comes down, and the Riverman, according to one of the uh, folks who spoke, is number 20. Why is it number 20? There are so many other projects that had priority, as you mentioned, the roof, the beautiful glass wall that you see in front of the theater, the parking area, the heating and cooling units that also heat and cool City Hall. All of those things take great priority over the ice plant that is primarily used to serve the Riverman team. Right. The yeah, ice plant is at play. Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. And, and when you think about the totality of it all, um, both in your positions, is about making money. And to make money, it's beyond the Riverman and Bradley. It is all the conventions, all the people come in. So from the uh, glass to the ceiling to updating the facility square foot by square foot itself to keep competition with other civic centers which are upgrading and making their places nicer that's kind of where the priorities are right yeah i, I just want to um want to make sure we get one thing correct we're not in the business to make money that is often a misnomer okay that's we're, good to know we're in yeah. the business to not 
be a massive burden on the taxpayers and add and we were running in the red so we're trying to get our operational day-to-day business at least to break even but we inherited when i came here four years ago just for the record they go we're losing over seven figures annually and we have all these maintenance projects that we can't fund i'm very proud of what our team did we've now taken that massive loss annually and at least trying to get it to break even because then we use these HRA dollars to fund the capital projects. Got it. All right. So let me ask you this blunt question. Is the decision about the future of the Riverman already done? I think what we have done and I think what we want to get to because there were some folks last night that I felt had been misled um, by others. And we want to be honest that we have been talking to this organization for oh, right around three years and told them that this was the issue and that we did not have the funding. So this hasn't just come up in the last no. couple weeks. And for three years, there has been nothing from the other side of the table solutioning, just saying, give us another lease. Um, part of that is, and I think folks need to understand, we put a provision in our contract with the team because we knew the dire straits of the ice plant. Because it's old. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing was, we were spending hundred uh, thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars to just keep the you know this uh, modestly functioning, but needed a lot right. of extra attention. And what we did, and this is where it gets frustrating, is our kicker was ten thousand dollars. Anything over that was going to be the responsibility of the team, and they signed that. They know it. But when the cost became hundred and twenty and hundred and forty thousand two years ago the Civic Center Authority went 10 times that a commitment, put $100,000 towards the repairs and to get the, uh, to keep the uh, ice plant operational. Um, And then the narrative is, is we're being unfair. I think that more than fair, not only did we give them three years instead of the two years that they let us know that they needed to have a plan in place. And so it's a little frustrating because we've been made out to be the villain. Right. And I think we've, uh, gone above and beyond and one of those things is we said we weren't talk about it publicly but uh they've taken the conversation public with uh misleading facts so we're well ready to tell the whole story so so it's a private company right it's a privately owned the riverman owned by the monarch corporation big conglomerate owns lots of different things uh and and the way i look at i said this on the air the other day we had a man kim blickenstaff from the kdb group come to town spend millions of his own dollars gave away millions of dollars to charity left town for whatever reason and people got mad at him I don't understand why this Monarch Corporation, that's the name of the parent company, right? Why why aren't people mad at them? Why 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 are they not saying, "Well, we'll pay 4 million dollars for the ice plant." If they if they did that, would that would everything just change? Well, our issues with the team are threefold. Number 1, the big one is the ice plant. Sure, sure. For a little bit of context, it's that R22. It keeps leaking out of the system. Right. It is the coolant that's used to freeze the ice. It's no longer being made, so it's in short supply. As demand goes up and supply goes down, the price increases. The prices have become exorbitant. Right. And ours is leaking and cannot be repaired. has to be replaced to the cost of $2.5 million plus. Minimum, yeah. And as we learned last night at the authority meeting, there are even more unknowns that are going to go along with that. And you have to shut down the entire arena for four months well, can while I, it Can happens. I stop right there and ask yes. Rick that question? What happens if you shut down the arena for four months over the summer? 
we don't generate any revenue out of the arena. And, and, but it reminded me of what summer activities are like. Because it's, it's a little slower, right? It is slower, but like for this year would be the year we'd have to shut it down, and we've already confirmed two arena events. Events, okay. So we would either have to go back on our word with the promoters, or it would have to get punted for another year. And we still have a broken ice plant. Right, yeah, right. Okay. Issue number two is the declining asset. The Rivermen simply don't bring in enough income to offset the expenses of hosting the ice plant. Got it. Okay. Number three is a declining relationship between the management on the Riverman team and the management at the Peoria Civic Center. I understand that it is easy to vilify our general manager, Rick Edgar, because his name is the only one apparently that's being given. But I am here this morning because the full weight of the Peoria Civic Center Authority is by his side. He does not unilaterally make these decisions. It is why we have a governing authority. Mm-hmm. We are oh. all in this together. And I do appreciate the people who came out to the authority meeting. They were very respectful. They were they spoke very heartfeltly. It about, was moving. It was really yeah. moving. Mm-hmm. But everyone comes to us to say, what are you going to do to save the team? The team is a private organization. What is the team going to do? That's a fair question, Danny. Well, uh, so really this gets down to dollars and cents. Cents, S-E-N-S-E, and cents, C-E-N-T-S. So you put the emotions aside. In, in, in the heyday, there were four or 5,000 people attending every night when they were AAA. Uh, and, and then one, uh, they won a lot back then, and now they're down to roughly 1,000 to 1,200 on a regular basis. So I would look at this, all the emotion aside, and I'll, I'll, if Rick, I don't know if you uh, can answer this or are ready to answer this, but if you look in the winter and all those weekend dates, uh, are there groups that you've had to turn down, bands you've had to turn down because the Civic Center was taken on those dates, and how much missed revenue happened during the prime time? Dan, on that, they're averaging right around 2,000, but here's okay. one thing that we need to be aware of. and um, in a, Sports teams sometimes will add a little bit to their attendance to uh, bolster their numbers, but the team is reporting 3,200, 3,300 which is 40% more than reality. Well, you, yeah, you, they you'll announce a Bradley cloud at 5,800, but that's not butts in the seats buying vendors, uh, buying from the vendors sometimes, because that's season tickets sold or t- tickets sold, not butts in seats, which is, to me, the number that really counts. All right, go back to your question, though. Okay, so the question is, emotions aside, dollars and cents, cents, the both meaning of the words, those are prime Friday and Saturday nights, during the winter how many uh, i mean how much more just comparatively do you think revenue can be generated from arena shows on those dates let's say the rivermen weren't there compared to now yeah um on that it's i want to give you the shortest answer i can because it's a little complicated the rivermen lock in their schedule months in advance so when we go to book an event if we get a show we have to pay the rivermen a fee to book our own building to take one of those dates. So we often don't book the shows because the promoter is not going to eat the fee that we have to pay to book our building. Got it. So if that isn't there, 
then that gives us more opportunities um, for type of shows. And it doesn't have to just be concerts. Now it opens up the door for more um, a variety of events, circuses, uh, monster trucks, things of that nature. Yeah, and I wonder, I don't want you to comment on this, but you sitting there as someone who knows all these people and all the acts and various things coming through, I just wonder how many times you're like, hey, do you want this? You're like, ah, we can't. I mean, how much have you passed up? I just, I'll just say it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And Hard to quantify. I may jump in here. You referenced that question by saying emotions aside. I will tell you it is difficult to keep emotions on the sidelines these days because while those 40 plus people that came to the authority meeting last evening were all wonderfully respectful and we had no issues, there is another segment of the Riverman's fan base that has been much less than cooperative. They have listed the entire board's addresses, our committee members' addresses, encouraged writing, uh, but those writings have not been uh, kind. Some of them have been outright threatening phone calls it is upsetting to say the least and it is difficult when you're dealing with issues like a two and a half million dollar plant and many unknown expenses it is difficult when you're dealing with issues like an organization that brings in less money than we have to spend to maintain them it is supremely difficult to have our personal information publicly displayed in threatening manners to say, yes, let's have a kumbaya moment. Yeah, it's hard to uh, put that all aside all of a sudden and go, oh, let's be let's be friends and figure it out. It it's is counterproductive. It is counterproductive. Uh, this story, we, we could talk about this for hours, uh, and we can't, we don't have time. So, Rick Edgar, Yvonne Greer, thank you. Uh, uh, I, what's what's the next thing that happens? Can you do you have an answer to that? We have not heard from the Riverman organization. Okay, all right. I, I think what we are going to honor the commitment we have to the current lease, and um, that's where we are today. Okay. It's good to talk to both of you. Thank you so much. I know this is an awkward situation for uh, for everybody, and we hope that it works out for the best.